0: What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast episode 200, the big 200. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened for this milestone. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's
1: going on, Keith? I'm good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want
0: to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director. My brother is here for number 200. What's going on, Mark? What's
2: up, fam? What's up, world?
0: And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than a man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world knows him as Derek Powell. I simply call him my cousin. Happy 200 DP. What's going on, Derek?
3: It's all right. It's always good to be in a cipher with y'all, but it's just okay today.
0: Wait, 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 wait. This is our 200th episode, and it's just all right to be here? Because ain't been
3: no check written. It's 200 <laughs> episodes, and we ain't getting no money. Wait
0: a second. You haven't been getting the checks?
3: Have y'all been getting the checks,
2: Mark and Keith? No, no, nope, no, no, nope, nope, so no, nope, nope, nope. That's
3: three no's, so it's 200, it's bicentennial, but ain't nobody got no checks, and it's a heat wave.
0: This is the first time hearing this. You know, uh you know what after it's the this first show you're today. It. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm surprised y'all haven't gotten uh you know, here's what we're gonna do. After this show today, uh just uh text me your 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 addresses again because maybe, maybe I have the numbers wrong. Yeah. you been in my house, you know where I live. <laughs> Maybe I didn't put the right postal address on it because oh, I can't understand why yeah. you're not getting the check. Maybe you need to you know, check, your like, was... check your GPS. Check your GPS. You've been here. You know
3: <laughs> <You> <laughs> How you want the employees who've been working like slaves? I'm pretty sure all of us are sitting here. You know, we're sweating, but we're here for the for the organization, for the people. And you still talking about it's the mailman? Well, your uncle was a mailman who's retired. And he ain't now. If he was delivering the mail, I can see possibly. <laughs> that we, didn't get to, we sorry, Dad, but still, you know, he is who he is. I can see him like man, too hot to be no mail today, and we couldn't get our checks. But he been retired. Get our money together. That's what we say.
1: Well, get now, our see, money together. So, third, so, you, you, you did not receive a holiday check either.
3: What holiday check?
1: Which one? Wow, oh. you
3: got a holiday check?
1: No, I, I, I assume your guys got a holiday check. Mark, you nope, got
3: a holiday nope. check.
2: Nope, nope,
3: nope. And now I understand why you two drag your feet sometime when it's time to come to work. Because you ain't get, we ain't getting paid. <laughs> I'm on it like, oh, 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 oh. you know, you know, I'm going to apologize to my big brother and I'm going to apologize to Mark. Because I usually give him a hard time when it's a delay. But you know what? They have every right to. They're you know, they're doing like a, what we call a, a silent protest. I'm on board with you fellas for now. Mark. Moving forward. Well, I get it. I'm, I'm a little,
0: I'm, I, I gotta tell you, I'm a little shocked because you say you guys are working like slaves, and meanwhile, you're tripping real loud, and I ain't hear no singing. So, <laughs> uh, oh, God. God. Slaves, I need, I need to hear some work songs while we doing this show.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: we shall overcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We have a good show today, man. A, a, a lot is going on in the world. I mean, I think. Probably um, the most shocking is that uh, they raided the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Went down there yesterday with their, you know, blue and yellow jackets on. FBI written all across the back and raided Trump's home down in Florida, Mar a Lago, and went through all his stuff. They tossed it, as they, as they say, you know. <laughs> as, 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 you know, like they say in prison, they go in your cell, they toss your cell, they toss this house, man. They go in there and, you know, they. I, ho- I hope they did it like they did in Goodfellas, where they just go in and they they pull out your drawers and pull all that <laughs> stuff, throw it all on the floor and, and just leave it wrecked. I hope that's what they did. You know, uh, it, it's insane. I mean, but apparently, you know, people say it's unprecedented for the FBI to raid the home of an ex-president. And, and surely it's unprecedented, but. As I said on this podcast way, way, way long ago, over a hundred episodes ago, everything this man has done is unprecedented. I'm tired of hearing the word unprecedented. It was unprecedented for a president not to turn over uh, the reins of power peacefully. It was unprecedented for a president to stage an insurrection, to launch a coup against the government. It was unprecedented Precedented for a president to be in the presence of Russian spies in his office, and would not allow for any documentation to be kept on the meeting or or anything else to have the to, to not even have his translator present, to have the Russian translator present, but not to have the American translator present. Uh, it was unprecedented for you to clog the White House toilets and the toilets on Air Force One while you're trying to flush down documents <laughs> that have. <laughs> possibly incriminating evidence. So <laughs> this thing here is just par for the course. You
1: know, what I would like to see to put some uh chains on that door at that big estate in Mar a Lago. It's a very beautiful place, right off the beach. And uh, they need to take that away from them Ooh,
2: I tell you know, this, You man. forgot one other unprecedented: un- be impeached twice. Yes,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And
0: what's that? Criminal activity.
3: Yeah, When the feds Listen. come to get you, their conviction rate, man, is, is scary, man. So I, I don't I don't know how this is going to turn. I think it, what, it's like 99 or 98 percent conviction rate when the feds come after you. So he I don't know if he's going to be that one or, or, or that two percent. But from what they were saying, they took like 15 boxes that were more classified that he shouldn't have took. And I'm like, so you're going to take the boxes. And you're going to leave them in the crib. You you, you got to put them in the stash house, man. Except so, you know you know, that's why, you know, when it, you, you go see the drug dealers, you don't get the drugs from the main house. They got the stash house. So I'm like, why would you leave it there? And then they do the usual. They wait till you ain't there. He in New York and they run right up in his spot. And whatever they went to get, they pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure they got it because somebody already gave. Them, you know, this is where you need to go. And from what they're saying, it's like a Republican, uh, judge who signed up for on, on the warrant. So he, this cat done pissed everybody it, off.
0: It,
2: yeah, well, it gets
0: better. Not only was it a Republican judge, it was a judge that he appointed. No, yeah. no,
1: Ooh. no, mm. no.
0: Well, not only was the judge appointed by him, but the FBI director who authorized the raid was appointed by him.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I think they're finally trying to break loose of this, this, this chain that he's had over the party for. Wow, I guess what, uh, four, seven years, six years or so. Um, and when I first heard it, I thought, well, my first thought was, well, like Derek just said, nobody's dumb enough to keep that stuff on their property, and then I realized who I was talking about. I was like, eh, yeah, well, that'd be the one guy who would keep the stuff on his property because most times, like you said, you don't keep the. We saw a good, uh, we saw good We saw uh, um, what happened to uh, the guy in, in uh, American Gangster. And he said, Oh, Frank, I got something in the car. <laughs> <And we> just, <laughs> said, well, what? You know, not to keep it in the car. So I thought right. I mean, there's no way in the world he would have anything in his house. It's, nobody would do that. But then again, nobody would also flush down to- uh, documents down the toilet. Nobody would do any of these things we've always said they've done. So yeah, I don't think, I think something should come of it. It's not what I know, it's what I can prove. But because the way things are so jammed up, it'll probably become a long drawn out thing, and, and nothing will really come of it. Because if you can't convict people easily of the January sixth and this and that and everything else, I think it's going to get gummed up by the time the, the scared Republicans say, "Oh no, we got to protect this." They're not—they're not doing what's right. They're doing what's, I guess, um,
0: politically expedient. Yeah, no, yeah. Right.
2: yeah. That's the—that's the problem I have. I, I don't care. That you're a Republican, I don't. I don't care about that. I mean, if you if you have some ideas, he and, and Trump doesn't care about being Republican, he just cares about you being loyal and deferential to him. That's why all he wants is to be a dictator. He's not like saying, like, like if we remember, people had this love for Reagan, but at least he was defending some ideals that he believed in. Whether, whether or not you believe them or not, he believed in these certain ideals. The only ideal Trump believes in is that you worship. And deified me. That's the only thing he cares about. He doesn't care about politics. He, he doesn't know any policy. He doesn't care about tradition because he, he has no tradition. We talked about some things off air. He only wants you to worship and put him up in so, in some kind of stratosphere of, of a God. And that's the problem that I have with the Trumpers. Not the fact that they, it'd be dif- different if they were to fill in the policy. I want to, I'm anti abortion. I'm, I'm anti this or that. I could, you know, I may disagree, but I can understand it. But this deification is what I have a real, real problem with.
1: Right. They they, they idolize him. And as Mark was saying, you know, they put him on this pedestal that he can't do no wrong. He is our God. He's going to lead us out of this travesty, which they figure is life. All the bad things that's been going on. He's the one that's going to save them and bring it back to the good old days that it used to be. And you see all these Trump, they they, they were um, out there... um, protesting because the FBI agents came and so forth. But their picture of life now life and what we see is, is completely different because all the injustices and things he has done, they have agreed with it so much. And I guess some of them know it's wrong, but they just stick to that, that this is our man, this is the guy that's going to help us because all these years we've been looking for this man to save us.
0: Well, as paraphrase uh, paraphrasing Rick James... White supremacy is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's hard to get off of that, you know. I mean, you guys talk about uh, Trump wanting to be worshipped. Well, way back when, early in the uh, early in the Power to the People podcast days, one of my first guests was talking about him as a malignant narcissist. And yeah, I and remember I, that episode. I,
2: yeah. I
0: strongly recommend people go back and listen to it because he. This is you know a couple of years ago. Uh, nailed it. He he talked about everything. He talked about you know uh, the need. I, I guess Mark was saying you know the, the need not to necessarily be worshipped, but that he can do no wrong. That everything he does is right, and that uh, he he's he wants to be worshipped. He all narcissists. I mean that's why serial killers. Have narcissistic tendencies. Mm-hmm. They don't. They do not believe that what they're doing is wrong. They, 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 there is no right or wrong. There is no moral compass. They don't have a moral compass.
1: Um, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, isn't he? not Trump the same guy that changed the lock on the door when it's time for Biden to go in and took the key with
0: him? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see the story, but I, you know, it w- it w- would I be shocked? No, no. of course not. No. And and that's the thing, you know, when when you hear about some of the stuff that he's done, nobody is like, "Oh my God, really?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody just kind of nods their head and goes, "Yeah." I mean, he said to one of his his chief of staff, I just read this the other day when was talking. I forget the uh, the the Marine Corps general that uh, was was the chief of staff before uh, he got replaced by Mulvaney and and then later on by Meadows. But he told him, "Why can't you? Why can't my generals be like the German generals?" He, and the guy questioned. What's the guy's name? I forget his name. He, uh, he questioned uh, I think him,
2: Miley, said, uh, Miley, I think, is the general. Not no. no this this is before Miley. This oh, okay. uh,
0: this is uh, uh, way back in the beginning. I forget. He's like the Marine Corps. Uh, he was Marine Corps General, who was the the uh, the uh chief of staff. And he, you know, he, the, the the general questioned him. He said, "What do you mean? Like the German generals? Like you know how what?" He said, like the the and he was talking about the generals, the Nazi generals in World War II, Damn. where they just followed orders. <laughs> you know, and all of these guys, you know, you remember in the beginning, you know, you know, this is what, what's so so stunning about a Trump supporter. And I know it was a comic guy that was talking about, I think it was Earthquake, he was talking about the fact that he wanted he wanted a woman. Uh, like a Trump supporter that wouldn't believe nothing <laughs> that anybody said about him. And that's, that's the problem. You know, I mean, all of the guys that he put in place, whether it was his secretary of state, that you know, all the guys that, that left the administration early on, all said the same thing. They all called him a form of idiot in, in some form of fashion. And then when you watch him, you watch some of the things that was said, you watch some of the things that he did. Yeah, it's 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 comic fodder, but think about it. This guy was in charge of the nuclear arsenal. Mm-hmm. This guy was in charge of lives. This guy was in charge of this of this powerful country and was a, a total and complete idiot. You know, I used to say, I used to have a joke in my act about George Bush. And I used to say that, I you know, I always felt like the president should be smarter than me. And, you know, I was talking about George Bush. I didn't know that there was going to be a Trump coming down the pike. And he would be this idiot. I didn't know that. So I apologize to you, George W. Bush. I know you're an idiot. And, and you were probably, up until Trump, you were the worst president. I know you glad that Trump came along because he's <laughs> moved you off the bottom of the list. You are no longer number one at the top of the list anymore. When they see the worst president ever, yeah, it'll yeah. be his name, not yours. Yeah, he's solid. Damn. mm so, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I, you know, oh, also to, to your point about about the, the raid, when the FBI that was watching this yesterday and, uh, and they had like, you know, obviously they have these, these former DOJ people on, you know, the, uh, these pundits talking and they all made the same case. They all said that when the FBI does that raid, mm-hmm. it's not like to make their case. It's just like the last stages of their case. In other words, they already had all they needed. The raid was just like putting the cherry on top just to make sure in case there's something possibly extra they need to make the case will go in there. And like Derek, you I think you made you hit it right on the head. Somebody knew something to tell them where to look. Because it wasn't like them dudes was on that Mar-a-Lago uh resort. You know, combing through the, no. the the tool shed and everything oh. else. They knew exactly where to go to find that stuff. Of
3: course, yeah. because you, they, they had somebody else they was pressing. And, you know, you got to give them up. Say, look, man, you know, it's going to be you or him. This is what we get. They call you in. And it ain't like I've been called in. Audiences want to be real. <laughs> but they call you in and they lay it, you know, with the facts, they're going to lay it right out in front of you. This is what we got. Right out in front of you. This is it. And you look at it. and You are like, damn, man, I, they kind of implicate me in there. And then the next day they know is, look, we can do something for you, but you got to do something for us. This is what we really want. You give us this and this doesn't have to come out. And that's what they did. And the guy, you know, how do you go and get 15 fouls on campus right there at the spot? Come on, he could have went to a safe deposit box. He <laughs> you could have went to a, you know, what, what they call the big, big box storage shed and <laughs> stay there with the, with the lock and key. But you're going to keep it at the crib. But that's how this guy mind mine worked, where it's like, I put all these people in place. Ain't no way they're going to go against me. And obviously they went against them when they start signing warrants. And then his, whoever whoever gave him up, it could be one of them kids. We don't know who want to be the new leader. Like, yo, yeah, you got to take him down. His favorite son-in-law. <laughs> exactly. Uh, somebody got to go. Custer.
1: Exactly. It's
3: got to be somebody within that NF5 who sold him down the river. And trust me, he going to get to the bottom of it. It's going to be a, you know how we always tell him, it's going to be a New Jack City moment. When he get back to my house, <laughs> <locker, laughs> he gonna sit that five around there, that daughter too. Yes, now somebody knows something. Oh, the, exactly. You know, he, but what well, gonna have? A, he gonna have a poodle instead of the rottweiler walking around that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but how do you keep that type of information on? As Dirk said, you put it someplace where they're not gonna find, or you keep that information to yourself. You don't go and share with everybody. But being who he is. I, I assume he told everybody about, well, I got this here. And as Dirk said, they put the screws to somebody and said, listen, here. Well, like I, it, I know where it's at. I can tell like, you where
2: it's at. Like my brother said, I was trying to look up the episode because I do remember the episode. It, it, I We can't understand narcissism, but it's so insidious that you, the people who are that way and he's clearly that way. You can't begin to, to operate on that level. They'll say things and believe things that are so insane. You go, why would you ever think that? And they see they see you as being the oddball. They're like, how can, <laughs> how can you not see that I'm this great or I'm this smart or I'm this whatever? And it's not confidence. Confidence is one thing. People, A lot of people have confidence. We've seen that a thousand times. But narcissism is such a crazy uh, way you process information or lack of information that what's the, you can't begin with. What,
0: What's the doctor's name that was on the show? I'm sorry, I, I am I meant
2: literally while, while we were talking. I was trying to look up the the episode because it was it it, it gave you such an insight to what we're dealing with because it was early. I mean, it was like early, early on in his presidency and, and in the podcast a power to the people that you had this guy on and he just essentially laid out the blueprint. This is what this is. This is What's going to be, and we saw it for the four years he was in office and the two and a half years since he's been out that all these things have come to pass. He's that way. So when we, when I first heard of the raid, I thought nobody has a box in the house who would ever do that. And I thought, Oh, this is this guy. Cause he would never <laughs> think that anybody would, 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 would go against him. So I'm pretty sure he said some things in, in, uh, in common space. So like Derek said, they knew exactly where to go. And it's going to be like, if it was, you know, keeping up with the gangster theme, if it was the gangster movie and suddenly, you know, the big boss got raided, some guys, some soldiers are gonna get clipped, so they're gonna be like, listen, like I'm not going to my car, I'm not leaving the house. So you're gonna start watching who's not gonna suddenly not be, you know, walking out in spaces. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I mean he's gonna to do a Henry Hill, man. Just you know, just turn himself in.
2: Cameron, uh, you
0: know, <laughs> don't you see this helicopter <laughs> following us? So uh, you know, I mean it, it's one of the things, the scariest thing on, on that episode, and I'll I'll give you a chance to I'll let our crack research staff pull it up uh one of the scariest things that was said to me he uh, uh gosh was that when you meet uh he was talking about his 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 teachers his his professors that trained him and he said that when you meet a malignant narcissist his professor said this the only treatment you can do is to run you cannot treat them there is no treatment for a malignant narcissist they it it, it, it it's it's it's, it's like somebody born with no arms, you can't fix that. It's just it's what it is, wow. and and Trump is that. He is that malignant narcissist. I mean, where he he literally believes, as you said, it's not about competence. I mean, you know, he lies without without hesitation he will lie about if you if you walk outside right now look in the sky and see a sunny day and if he tells you it's not sunny and he says it's not sunny he believes it yeah. he will he will he will fight you up and down saying yeah no no it was not a sunny day that day it was it was cloudy I remember it was raining i mean i you know remember the the sharpie with the hurricane yes, <laughs> yes, right. yeah yeah right. yeah
1: yeah yeah. remember that he took a
0: sharpie on national while on live tv <laughs> and drew a line saying this is where the hurricane is going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: very first week he had Sean uh, uh, Spencer out there. Was this it Spicer? Spencer? Sp- Spicer. Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer, Spicer out there lying about the size of his crowd, and you got the cameras right there showing the size. You know, compare, you can, you know, visually compare the two crowds. You can see it visually that there was nobody there.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Oh, I had the biggest crowd ever. No, you didn't. <laughs> so again this i mean you know the, to to get caught with 15 and the thing about it is we knew about the story weeks ago right that that he uh was playing uh loosey-goosey with classified documents yes. mm-hmm. you mean to tell me he didn't say oh wow you know it got packed up by accident and and call somebody in and bring the documents back you know that there, there's a there's, there's uh groups in the united states government that that's what that's all they do is they maintain, they preserve the documents. So you call them up, say, yo, oh, wow, I didn't know they were packed in my, my stuff here. Come get them. They're right there. Think about what, what this is about. This asshole was talking about lock her up over her emails, and he done walked away <laughs> with 15 boxes <laughs> with the classified documents that he kept in the house where anybody could get them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to make matters worse, we talk about the other bullshit, the Russian bullshit he called the Russian hoax. Paul Manafort, who got a pardon, just admitted. Did y'all hear this the other day? No. Nah, but they, he, uh-uh. said, he said, yeah, I gave, I, I gave them the, 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 the polling data for cash.
1: Damn. Wow. So sold it out again. like that?
0: Yeah. Trump supporters don't want to believe it. They think it's a hoax. They don't, they don't want to accept it.
1: Wow. That's when your mind is closed, Anthony. I'll tell you. They worship him. That's all that is. This is, they ain't got nothing to do with politics. This is about worship. This that is their guard. Yeah, that they, is their guard. Well, they have put white supremacy. They have put him on a drug.
3: They have put him on a mystical and magical pedestal that doesn't exist just in his mind, and they just following him down into the grave. Man, Jim Jones told me to drink it, and that's what they <laughs> do. Yeah, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> Grape with cherry
0: Kool-Aid. Huh. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's a good analogy. I mean, it, it really is a it's a cult. It is right. a cult. It's no longer, and people are not dealing with facts, and they don't want to deal with factual information. Um, you know, Alex Jones recently is, is been fine, and they're going after him. I mean, this guy was making apparently eight hundred thousand dollars a day uh, doing his, or was it the day? Is He was, he was like, yeah, some some eighty thousand dollars, some some ridiculous amount of money, about three hundred million dollars a year. Uh, with his info wars, um, oh yeah, the Sandy Hook program, program radio program, oh, and, and Sandy did. Hook people finally oh, got yeah. him. They got his
1: ass, boy. Oh, the they, ass. they they shoved it up there, Anthony, with no vaccine. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, they got him for like fifty. But for him though, the money he was making, it's like a drop in the bucket. But I think what's starting to happen though, and this is what they're saying: they're saying that these cases kind of stand. What they've done is they've opened up the door for people, other people who have been out there spreading these lies and and and. Putting this shit out there, uh, maybe Fox News might be in trouble. Maybe the own network might be in trouble. Maybe Newsmax might be in trouble for spreading what they know to be lies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where it's getting scary because apparently the the uh, Fox News is being sued for a billion dollars over the over their claims that the the, the voting machines were hacked. And the people that make the voting machines, Dominion, I think, is is suing them for a billion dollars. And the judge said, yeah, the case can go forward. Good. So it's going to catch a lot of people up here. I mean, you know, hopefully, maybe we'll turn the tide. I don't know. It depends on what happens in these midterm elections. And that's, that's that's uh, you know, where we are. I mean, this is really like, the, you know, everybody keeps saying the most important election of your lifetime. And they have been. Every single one of these last few cycles of, of, of elections have been uber important but this one here is is the probably the last line in the sand if if uh you know we want to keep it 100 it's the last line in the sand for the democracy for the republic for for america as you knew it Uh, if they if they get control of this and shut down these investigations and start doing what they want to do and uh joe biden is the last line of defense we in trouble Um, So, you know, he needs that. He needs the Senate. He needs the Congress to stay in and and play that way. As uh, he gets a chance to appoint more judges, he'll be able to appoint more. So hopefully, you know, with this this uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade, women will get off the off or, you know, get off their their butts and start going hard. And I think I think, you know, Mark was saying uh, a few weeks ago that, yeah, it didn't look good and it didn't. It didn't look good, but I think that there might be a change in the air. I think the 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 seesaw is starting to tilt just a little bit back uh, to level, and maybe or positive for for uh, Democrats this 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 fall. I mean, you saw what happened in Kansas, where you know when you put it to the people, they voted to uh, keep abortion protections in place versus in the Indiana where they used the legislature. The legislature said, nah, we're not going to ask y'all what you think. We're just going to do this. And so this is where we are. And I think women are starting to see that. And I think women who were not political or get political. Um, the vote is important. And this brings me to my football point. I want to say this because my cousin reached out to me. My cousin, uh, I saw my cousin. I hadn't seen him in a, in a, in a while. Um, we saw each other at a funeral. After a funeral, we got a chance to talk. And, you know, she's, she's a big listener of the podcast. I'm going to say her name, Tara. Tara, uh, Tara Brown is listening down in, uh, in uh, North Carolina. She listens every week. And she, she took me to task because I have been, for the longest time, caping for Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, d- defending Kaepernick and, and, and questioning why he was blackball and questioning why he, you know, has not gotten a job and questioning all these things. And she said, for the longest time, I was uh, on Colin Kaepernick's side until he did not vote. He did not cast a vote. Uh, I think it was during the 2016 election. Was that, was that, was, probably 2016?
2: Um, Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm.
0: He did not. He did not vote. And she makes the point that, you know what? Even in a situation where you're choosing... Between two things you view as evil, there's still gotta be a lesser of the two evils. And you have to make that choice. And she said that um she could not support a guy who who would allow one evil or more dominant evil, even if he thought both parties were evil. If he thought Hillary was evil, if he thought Trump was evil, he let the he chose he let the more evil uh rock on because he did not cast a vote. I mean, Stephen A. Smith got on him about not voting too. And I say to myself, you know, maybe one Colin Kaepernick vote would not have changed the outcome. But Colin Kaepernick not voting is, is not just Colin Kaepernick not voting. Colin Kaepernick not voting represents a lot of people who think like Colin Kaepernick, why should I vote? Why should it matter? And a Colin Kaepernick not using that huge platform that he had social justice platform that he had that Nike provided him with, not using all of that action um, to... to uh, Well, actually, no, it happened, happened after 2016. It happened, uh, happened during, I think it was the midterms, because remember, Trump got elected, and he was kneeling um, during that thing, and that's when he he kind of got blackballed, so it was after 2016. So, well, no, it um, well, no,
2: no, wouldn't have been the st- mirror. He, he propped... I think tariffs points the hose because if he didn't vote, and then that guy, and then Trump gets in... Now the guy that's criticizing him him he had a slight role in getting to office, so that probably still was right
0: right, right. okay so okay so so regardless the idea that you're supposed to be a you know a warrior for social justice yeah, and social yeah. change, and you don't make you don't use their platform um to to help others. She actually sent me like a <laughs> I have a dream speech and and martin Luther King you know paraphrasing King makes a point that you know. Uh, the people in Mississippi who were denied the vote, and the people in New York who, you know, in the urban centers who thought, "What difference does it make?" were just as guilty of of not uh of of uh not advancing the cause. And you know, so as I said, I would like to see Colin Kaepernick back on the football field, but but he definitely lost some esteem points in my mind. And since that's the only reason you're not watching football, Derek, I'll go to you first. Well,
3: um. Is, did your cousin boycott football like I did for any period of time prior to her finding out that Colin didn't vote? Or
0: was she still watching the sport? Uh no no, see, here's the thing. She she I I guess she still watches. I, I'm not sure if she's a football fan or not. Mm-hmm. The point is, the point is is that finding out that he didn't vote made her lose uh he lost the steam points with her because of that. He lost. He so lost. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure if she's a football fan or not. Okay. I can't, can't see. Gotcha.
3: A fan. I got you. Well, he. Okay. Let me speak for my. He. He. He's not losing no no points with me. Him not vo- voting has nothing to do with them blackballing him. Not kinda. They blackballed him where he's not able to get a job doing what it is that he loves. You know. I understand his platform. All he did, you know, was practice. You know his right to protest. He didn't do it violently. He didn't sing. He didn't, all he did was take a knee. And then you fast forward. I guess earlier this year, now you got another uh, a football coach. He taking knee, and he he he's not having any issues. On only thing I believe, yes, his platform could have been used. I get it, but when you blackball a guy because he used what you know in the constitution my right to protest and he didn't do it uh violently it wasn't aggressive and then we're going to take money out of this man's pocket for that reason and then we're going to bring these other quarterbacks who are we know they were inferior to him all it did was just put the nail in the coffin for me that yes they did blackball him because of a stance that he took
0: Okay, I mean that's that's I mean it's, it's reasonable argument, but but again, if you are fighting for social justice, and that's that's your your, your core celeb, that's your 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 that's the thing you're fighting for, and you don't use your platform, and use your protest platform, and and again, you can vote, a, a protest vote is just as a, it's just as powerful as a, as a supportive vote. If you say I'm not voting for, I'm voting against them, you're still voting, you're still taking mm-hmm. part. In the democracy, if you're still if you're complaining about the way the democracy works, and then you don't participate in the democracy, you real your complaints kind of fall. They, they kind of ring hollow.
3: Yeah. Hollow. But with 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 what he was going through, um, the mental, the the emotional of of being blackballed. You know, for you know, nobody know. You know, we can't say because we we haven't been denied. You know, we haven't been blackballed from doing something that. We love because he loved playing football. He loved that's what he did. That was his passion. That was his craft. So he might have not he he could have looked at it as, well, look, the whole system is flawed and there's nothing I can do but to continue to push regarding the police brutality that we continue to see. On a daily basis, even after he took his, nail, there was, his knee, there was pretty, you know, more lives that was lost. You know, he could have just threw, you know, and might have just threw his hands up in his ears like, what's the use? You know, yeah, and he could have been that fragile at that time.
1: Yeah, he, you know, like you're saying, Doug, yeah, he could have used his power to vote for more people or he, he took a stand not to vote because he, he, he's, he might have seen that the system has failed. It has not worked for us in all these years. And him taking a knee to bring this out even more, and they still tarnish him and and, and knock him down and, and saying that the reason you, you're you kneeling is because you don't believe in this country. He wasn't doing that. And that's what Trump brought out. You know, he don't respect the flag and all that stuff. And that's where everything became a mesh. So, yes, he could have used his power to get more votes out there. And I don't think he was just being selfish. I just think he he just gave up on what he believed in this country for, and that's just, that's what happened to a lot of black folks with voting and stuff. That's why a lot of them don't get out and vote because the country has failed them. And it's yeah, but his Go in uh, uh, no, I, I, I,
0: you know, I, 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 on on the on the what they call the macro picture, the big picture. Yeah, yes, the country has failed us. Uh, that's what Martin Luther King was talking about—a a, a promissory note that is. It's worthless, you know. Uh, and that's that's true in a lot of ways, but politics is also local. It's not just voting for, for president every four years or voting for Congress every two years. Every single election has a consequence. If you don't vote for your local sheriff,
1: that's then you're allowing
0: huge. that local sheriff to choose to choose what's going on. If you don't vote for your local district attorney and you vote for somebody who's all about prosecuting everybody, you know, for you know, drug dealers and 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 and, and really being the, the so-called, you know, I want to be tough on crime guy, district attorneys make a difference. Your city council makes a difference in terms of whether or not they're gonna pick up your trash on time, county or execs. whether or not your streets are gonna be paid, your county execs, right. All of these elections have consequences. And I think what happens is is people say, well, what difference does it make? No. When you vote for president once every four years and you don't find a Lexus in your driveway after the election, okay, it it happens. And maybe you're not supposed to get a Lexus in your driveway, but you can affect whether or not you have lights on your street at night. You can affect whether or not uh, they're doing pest control in your neighborhoods to control rat populations. You can affect whether or not uh, the district attorney is going to be prosecuting uh, like Rudy, Rudy Giuliani with a broken windows theory where, you know, you're going to you're going to go really, really hard on these 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 so-called quality of life crimes and, and go after the squeegee man as opposed to taking care of city corruption. Those things matter. All of these these local things matter. Politics is local, yes, but it goes from the bottom to the top. You know, we always want to do the top down. Say, well, yeah, you know, Biden he ain't doing it enough. He's not doing it fast enough. Okay, did you give him a Senate that allows him to do what he needs to do? Did you give him a Congress that allows him to do what he needs to do? Did you give him uh, local uh, governors? That allow him to implement policies across the country that are gonna follow mass mandates, that are gonna make sure that when they expand uh, uh Medicaid, that they're gonna include their, their their populations in them. That's where that's where things matter. And 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 to take a stand of not voting for all those young people that, that are uh you know letting their hair grow out, growing an afro and wanting to look like of Cap, and they can wearing a number seven jersey, that is that's a lot of power. To to
3: to not be exercised, yeah. He can, he can I, definitely, the, agree. Uh, I, I agree, yes. definitely agree. I um, I definitely agree. I am not making excuses for him. Um, I am just saying, like anyhow. <laughs> like I am, you know, I am a Kaepernick <laughs> fan. I am a Kaepernick fan. All I am saying is the frame of mind because he was blackball for something that he loved could have just really, you know, it's just like wow, you know, because we none of us has been through that. So I don't know emotionally where he was at, you know. I I, I can't say, but I could see it taking a toll on him. I could definitely see that.
2: Okay. Mark, you gonna say something? No, I, I mean, just really nothing to add to this story. We've gone over this a thousand times. I just, I just, there's nothing really to add. I have nothing more I can say about Colin that I haven't said in the past, or we just haven't said just now. Okay.
0: All right, moving on from Colin, the reason I think he's also back in the news is, uh, Derek, you had a story about Colin Kaepernick perhaps Pete getting State? a training camp invite to uh, the Cleveland Browns.
3: Yes, yes. He's, um, you know, I might be, I mean, I, I mean, if anybody out of the three, four of us, you know I got my fingers crossed so then I could watch some football again. But it looks like he got signed no, no, You can watch it
2: now unless your TV doesn't get that channel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't do that. I got to stay loyal. <laughs> no, no, you- I can't well, no, no, do no, 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 no. you, wrong
2: I want you don't want to but you can't okay.
3: <laughs> I will not do that okay because and the reason they blackball Colin man for no reason I can't I can't get on board with that however with good news on the horizon Cleveland um, has looks like they assigned him to the uh, you know invite him to the training camp and look like he's going to be the, um, uh, the backup until uh, Deshaun
2: Watson um, He's not going to make the team. He's going to make the team, Marks. You see, this All is right, the Now okay, No, here's the thing. Uh, here's, you have this whole Colin thing that you, you can't you can't watch until he – does he have to be on a team, or does he have to just have a tryout and then go from there?
3: Nah, he's got to be on a roster, man. It's a difference. You know, it's
2: it's no particip- – you're, you're the guy. So, There's no, no, no participation. The class, he, he, but, needs to be, he needs to be on a squad. But here's the thing. I mean, you understand this, this – is a long shot of long shots barring some kind of crazy like you know everybody gets hurt one of those deals he is coming in now mm-hmm. is this two weeks late maybe a week late but all, all he's missed all the offseason programs mm-hmm. he's coming to a system that he doesn't know anything about and you ask him the guy who hasn't played in seven years i don't even know how sure how long it's been whatever how long it's been say but it's been about seven years right he hasn't played if you say to 2016,
1: yeah, yeah. To, uh, he hasn't in office. How long How the office, yeah,
2: so he hasn't played in seven years. He's coming to us. You're asking a whole lot for this guy to make this team and just, just so you can quote unquote watch football. Well,
3: well, um, that's that's my position. I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Colin, I, I've I felt it. I felt it was an injustice and I'm hoping that he's able to get one of the roster spots. That's that's my, you know, where he can, you know, live out, you know, you know, have to, you know, while he still can play, enjoy, you know, some of his uh childhood dreams of, you know, playing professional football. Again, uh, you know, he should be able, you know, you know, get out there. So, um, yes, um I know I can watch. I get all the NFL channels, but, you know, because of the way I felt he was treated, I I'm just not comfortable. Um, be behind the TV like some of us are.
0: Well, let me just say this. Allow me to retort. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, I I, I certainly and, and I told you I, I support your stance. I support I support the fact that you, you know, you said you weren't doing it and you haven't done it. However, um Mark brings up the point. I think I think I think the point was missed. Mark brings up the point that if he doesn't make the team, now you you're 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 an athlete. Right. There are guys that try out who don't make the team. Of course. Would you want Colin Kaepernick to be given a job so you can watch him for, or do you want him to earn a job? I want
3: Colin to earn a job. And with some of the backups, as we have spoke about on this show, getting an opportunity, and they didn't have to try out. They just got a, they just signed on when somebody got hurt. I want Colin to earn his and get a spot
0: like that. Yes. Okay. So he's given an opportunity now. Uh, at least that's what that's what the early reporting is. He's getting, he's he's going to be given an opportunity. Right. And I, I I push back a little bit more because yeah, there've been some guys who've been uh, signed off, you know, signed up, um, you know, literally off their couches, and you know, like Josh McCown, they kind they kind of come exactly. in and they play
1: exactly.
0: Um, and even though you know they have to learn the system, I'm I'm sure it would have been easier if if the system that he was. Going to be playing and would be similar to the system that they ran in in San Francisco, but Cleveland, of all teams that he could possibly be on, they do play behind a running game. They, 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 San Francisco was was run was a run first offense, and Cleveland will be a run first offense. Um, so perhaps he can kind of get in there with some some real basic plays and some basic looks early on, depending on. On uh what they you know no. you know how, oh, how they have, you
1: put after the only thing he got to do is like we did with kids we got some sticks we put on the ground you run here you run there, you block here and and, and that's it
2: It ain't that I no, no, no I no I think I think it's really hard because it's not like yeah it's it's a new it's going to be a new system in the case of if it was basketball he hey he hadn't played in seven years and, and section and then he goes on team x well it's not that many plays you need to really run. There's not that many systems or schemes you need to run. But in football, all the schemes and the terminology will slow his brain down. So where he would normally drop back, oh, I know this is here, that hesitation of, shucks, is it right. is it a seven or is it a six-yard, uh, is it a seven-yard out or is it an eight-yard out, that slows him down, and it's going to make him look like he can't play, but it's mainly just a function that he hasn't been in these words. And it's not like he's a guy who's played – like be different, like, like uh, remember Tessa Verde of the day, he played in a thousand systems, so at that point, just, you know, I know a bunch of languages, which one are you talking? He's really only known right. one language, and you and don't count right. college, so he comes into, and if they're, if they're talking about, you know, we speak English, if suddenly you say, okay, fine, you gotta speak Mandarin, I'm gonna know a couple of phrases, but if you start talking real fast, I'm gonna be really lost, real quick, and it's gonna seem like I'm stupid, or I don't know, and that's the problem I think he's gonna have, is that he's he, I don't, and we don't, and I was we were trying to look at this, this 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 Fansky coaching tree to try to figure out where he came from. Like, if he came from a Harbaugh tree, it wouldn't be that bad. But it looks like he's coming from a an Andy Reid tree, and I think from when I know those two systems, Reid and Harbaugh, are worlds apart. So he's going to have a tough time, I think, adjusting just because he's learning this new language on the fly with guys trying to take his head off because he's trying to and remember he, he's be playing with the backups not even playing with the starters he's playing with the backups So guys who are not as good who are learning also which is gonna make his job even harder now i'm trying to learn something and i gotta teach you i gotta i gotta to try to learn something and i gotta hope that you're it's gonna just be hard for him to do it i wish he if he came back he would come back and system that you know a hardball system and i'm not sure who runs a hardball system because i don't i don't know all the coaches but it'd be easier because he gets oh I can just pick that up that's oh that plays like this okay I got that blah blah blah
0: yeah, I mean, uh, I hope he's playing a lot of Madden football. Like maybe he just start playing some Madden and learn, learn to learn the Cleveland offense uh, before he, you know, while he's in training camp. Got time to sit there, you know, <laughs> you know, after practice, you know, late at night instead of you know going out to dinner. Mm-mm. You know, he should get pick up the mat, pick up sticks and, and try to learn the game. Um, Deshaun Watson, as I said, I brought him up. Uh, there's a story that Deshaun Watson could have been, could have avoided all this nonsense if he had just paid the first person that old buzz, Buzzy Buzz, Tony Buzzby wanted him to uh, to pay. It would have been, you know, the case would have gone away and and, and he never would have gone and sought all these other, you know, particular cases. Uh, they said that he could have maybe been out from under for maybe about 75 grand, 100 grand, as opposed to the, the what it looks like, maybe 10, 10 12 million at this point.
1: That's how much he paid out, Anthony? Oh, there's so much to play that. That's, that's
0: what they're guesstimating. I mean, like they're, they're saying, you know, the the, the legal cost, the cost of the uh, the settlements, mm-hmm. the cost of the, the. There's still some cases to be settled. Like I think there's like four cases to be settled, and now that they've settled uh, the twenty-four, the other twenty cases of the of the twenty-four, twenty-five. You know, the money's going to be a little bit higher, but they're guesstimating just you know, and and ongoing. Uh, Case because, and again, you know, the NFL is trying to put the screws to him, put the clamps to him. They don't want the six games to be the, the penalty. They want it to be more. And if they can get get the, the penalty into next year and make him lose this season and then keep penalizing them, you know, maybe 15, 16 games, then he's uh, that, that, that deal he made with Cleveland might go by the boards.
1: Now, I know the NFL is going after them. They won them 12 games but they are appealing the uh what the, they offer him the six games if i'm correct now how does that yes. process work do you know being that it is the nfl who are they going after the uh the judge that uh gave down this or is just something with inside that they have to work out with the cleveland browns uh, management
0: no the way the way i understand is that that the the judge was one option, but they have the right to appeal and they have the right because of the, the uh, collective bargaining to appoint somebody else to arbitrate the case, which is what they've done. So that a new person, you know, that person is going to be leaned on, you know, by by, yeah. by by everybody, by everybody else going, yeah, you know, we said 12, she gave him six. Now we got you. What you think? You know, so he's going to have to kind of come hard. And I don't know that the Deshaun Watson can really appeal the 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 new suspension. And I, I'm not sure how how the, the the CBA that they have works, but they're trying to get you know trying to get him. He's got six now, which he was okay with, and he was going to take, and Cleveland was fine with, and now they're going to try to get him up to twelve or wherever wherever they go. But his, his, oh. his
3: argument could be, you know, look, man, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything criminally. You know, criminally, nobody charged me with anything. I'm just settling this so I can get back to playing the game that I love, which is football. Me settling it is not saying that I'm guilty. I just want to move forward with this chapter in my life. I want to close it so I can play some ball. I don't even agree with the six games, but I'm taking the six, you know, because I just want to get back on the field and start playing some some football again. You know, I I don't think he he's gonna get more than a six. I think it's gonna stay at the six. He should get less.
2: Oh my, Mr. oh my goodness! That's gracious.
3: right, and that's coming from <laughs> a guy who got a
2: massage. He should get less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got one of those. Yeah, we know you and you and Deshaun and Ken folk in that regard with massages. Here. I'm standing by Deshaun. He should get less. We know you defend all that. We know that. Mm-mm-mm.
1: All right, well, my brother. I said I, uh, yeah, uh, we
2: love you long time.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, my, all right. My so, yeah,
3: my shoulders are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god.
0: Well, uh, a couple a couple more topics before we cut out of here. Uh, there was a, a case out in Los Angeles of a, a we don't know whether it was drunken driving or not, um, but uh, Nicole Lawton, Litton, M- Nicole M- Litton. Linton, Nicole Linton, um, was a traveling nurse from Houston who's driving in Los Angeles, ran a red light at 90 miles an hour, shot through an intersection and caused the deaths of six people. And now she is facing 90 years in prison, She's 37 years old, facing 90 years in prison, uh, for the vehicular manslaughter and the reckless endangerment and all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, if anybody has seen that, I'm sure it was it was it was a pretty viral video on the news uh, about a week ago of this woman just literally. Uh, what you what you call it, mom? Like it was a, like a, 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 a missile.
2: It was like a missile yeah, through right. uh, through a bunch of cars. I mean, and I we look at, if you look at the video. We've seen people run red lights for because usually it's like the like the red light turns and you beat the first car coming off the the opposite line. This was. A sea of cars already in an intersection, and it was the light had long since passed. So she just she, she hit him like a like like a missile was shot through this car that careened and then an, an explosion into a car dealership. Yes, if if it wasn't
3: it was, go ahead, Keith, go ahead there, go ahead there. If, if it wasn't a malfunction with the vehicle that she was driving, where the accelerator got stuck, the brakes got jammed, and you know it just took off like that, she she going to jail. You know, when you look at that explosion and the lives that was lost, th- there's no reason. You know, I'm just surprised, you know, that there was like a, like a lane that was opened up for her, that she was able to, straight, to shoot straight through at that speed to the intersection and cause that type of uh, that damage, man. But if it's not a malfunction in that vehicle, you know, I think they got a face in 90 years or something like that. You know, she's she's not coming Yeah, home. it's
0: 90. She's, she's looking at 90. Looking at 90, uh, uh, 90 right? And, and yeah. The, yeah. And the only thing I, I can say is that unless – she had some sort of medical episode where she yeah. she had a seizure or she she blacked out or she you know she had a heart attack. Unless they find that, uh, that's the only chance she has of, of 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 I won't say beating the case of, of mitigating the case, yes. but yeah. but short of that, I mean it, you know it's a horrible thing. As I said, she's you know relatively young woman, um, and uh, you. she's she's cute.
1: Yeah, cause <laughs> I I remember when I was gotcha. driving the bus. Gotcha. Wait, whoa, <laughs> Wait, what? She's cute. Y'all saw okay. It, yeah, but I remember Yo, guys uh, when I was driving, and that happened. A man had a medical issue, mm-hmm. and he stepped on the gas. The he, he missed maybe three cars, but he hit the 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 other three that were behind me. But at at that at that rate of speed, if you pass out and your feet is on 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 the gas pedal. You know the car's going to fly; it ain't going to stop right. till it hits something. So, for as Dirk said, for host her sake, I hope it was a medical issue. It's is still a, a sad situation with six lives are lost. The lady lost a one-year-old child, unborn child. You know, don't use that word. I hate that word. I'm that sorry. Way. She lost her, her child, her children, Anthony. And she you was know, uh, and she was <laughs> okay, pregnant. and she was four the lives are lost, man, and you can't bring that back. And, and like your
3: girlfriend yeah, yeah. she was
1: cute, and she cute.
2: <laughs> I mean, damn, did, it needs to be it needs to be discussed. Oh my gosh! You hey, dude? You
3: go uh, become a pin pal? Or something? I gotta, I gotta put some money on the books. So put some money on the.
2: I mean, defend uh, she's gonna be glad
0: to get the letters because she's gonna be gone for a long time she's gonna need something to read <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, and she'll be glad to see you oh yeah I'll tell you that after, after about you know 40 or 50 of them years. and
1: she, uh, and so, she better be, yeah. and she
0: better be guzzied up when I
3: get there too <laughs> <laughs> wow. like I
0: said I mean yeah it's it's a horrible tragedy and uh all the way around I mean for a young woman who apparently was uh you know had a, had a decent career and and oh, yeah. Whatever mistake she made, if, if she was on something and, and caused the deaths of these six people, I mean, I, you know, it's, like I said, it's a tragedy. So it's horrible. But hey, sister, you know, good luck. And uh, you, I guess you'll be getting some commissary money and a couple of letters from uh, Derek. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Damn. So uh,
0: wow. speaking of speaking of criminals. Uh, Damn. Mayor swaggy 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 hey, E. Hey, hey. <laughs> slow, down, slow,
3: down. Slow, down. Slow, down. slow down with that. Slow down. Go ahead. Hey, that's his man. He can uh, say
2: what he wants. That's his that's his of the podcast. He said, that's but he that's said criminal mayor.
3: But he said criminal.
2: Yeah, but that's, that's, that's his man. He's the only one that can say it because he is I vote for Yeah, I'm yeah, I for swaggy. That's for his man. E. He, he can call his mayor whatever he wants.
3: I'm fine with swaggy. I people, voted, but, unlike Colin Kaepernick. Oh God, I'm fine with Swaggy E, but the criminal part. Speaking of criminal, that's his
2: mayor. I got a you problem call, with that. But continue. You want to call on, your mayor on. a criminal? You can call your mayor a criminal. That's not. That's not a crime. I know he's not. That's not, not, my, that's my that's mayor, not slander my either. Guy. Okay, I
3: see. Brotherly love is hitting in, in effect today. Go ahead.
2: I'm just saying, Swaggy E talking about
0: you know. I mean, of all people, he's talking about criminal background checks for for housing in New York City, which I find amazing considering he lives in New Jersey. <laughs> but okay,
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: so here you have criminal swaggy E talking about criminal background checks for people that live in New York. I guess he'll be exempt, so I guess it works out for him.
3: Uh, <laughs> now, now, what, now, what is he saying? He's saying he wants to get rid of the criminal background checks,
0: or he wants no that they they want them. New York City is talking about having criminal background checks. Okay, for 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 uh, landlords uh, well, we, we,
3: back on the book. When I was working, that that's a requirement. We we had right. to do criminal background checks on every family member that was sixteen and older, and if anybody came back with a red flag, we couldn't rent to them. Oh wow! So I guess now they 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 they're, they're branching out to private. Yeah, we we've been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get some of them them background checks back, you're like, oh my god, I'm glad we got this in place because this wasn't going to be good at all, man. Yeah, yeah, they got
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I you know, I, I part of me, you know. It depends on what the circumstances I mean, you know, I, I think I think what happens is is you have an, all arrests are not equal. Right. All crime is not equal, and sometimes when you have a situation where you're, you're going to just do a mandatory criminal background check, there's some good people. Or certainly reform people who find themselves caught up in the foolishness right. that don't deserve to be in the foolishness. And then there's some people that you're like, yo, as you said, we dodged the bullet. Yes. You know, excuse the the, yes, <laughs> the
2: reference. Yes, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> hey, Derek, I have a question but, for you, okay? Yeah. Okay, well with that, was it discretion in the that decision was it just blanket, like, you know, check positive he's out or they're out, or was it some like you can appeal or have some kind of hearing or discretionary issues to get him? Once you failed the criminal background check, there was no appealing. It was over oh, so it was like it's like a mandatory. It was like the it's yeah. like, it's like crack
3: laws automatically. Yeah, see, that, it, you out because when when you got so when you like, got. We, any uh, felony
0: any felony
3: no no not any it was like certain you know certain certain type of crimes we, we you're not getting rent to oh, oh you know? okay 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 right. It's not no, right. well, if i if i got arrested and got convicted for marijuana you know i can rent to you but if you had you know those serious felonies
2: oh no. okay okay so, yeah. it, so there it's was okay it wasn't like just some blanket like you know felony no. out no matter what it is okay no gotcha. no. Uh-uh,
3: uh-uh. Well, and, so then, you, what, and then what would happen say say for example um i'm living in, a, in, a, in an apartment and you know, um, you know, somebody passes away and they have like an 18-year-old son that I want to bring into the crib. If he's got a criminal past, I can't allow him in there. You know, if he fails that criminal background check, and then that's when it gets a little hairy because they're going to let the kid live there anyway. Then he going to get, you know, and if he gets in any trouble there, and then we go at you to try to take away the crib from you because you allowed him in your apartment.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I mean, I, I can tell you from, from back in the day when I used to teach, uh, when I was working with a, the, a population of, a, of a emotionally disturbed young men, uh, many of whom were were, were gang-affiliated, I knew they were living in the projects. They they knew they were living in the projects. They were living in the Coney Island projects, in fact. And a lot of them, you know, certainly had criminal records or certainly jewelry records. And I was always curious about that. I mean, you know, because some of them were straight, you know, I ain't no snitch, but doing, doing criminal activity from the apartment. Uh, and I guess, you know, when it gets found out, when it gets caught, you know, people get evicted, but, uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, 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 um, uh, as long as there's some, some level, you know, of discretion, I, again, I don't want I don't want the, I don't want the child molester in the, in the, in the the apartment. I don't want, I don't want the gangbanger in the apartment. I don't want the drug dealer in the apartment. As you said, you know, if it's something like, wow, you know, uh, I had a the a, a DWI once or I was caught with marijuana once or I got arrested in a protest once. Yeah, okay. You know, there's some discretion in that. Um but yeah, uh straight straight, you know, straight criminal activity. No, I I think they should I I I think it's a good move that they should they should bring it back. Wow. You know. So, uh but uh I did bring up Swaggy E for a reason. And that is that a, a lot of New Yorkers are not down with Swaggy E. A lot of New Yorkers are, are kind of questioning this big story in New York Times whether or not Swaggy E is up to the job.
1: They away from them parties. You'll be all right. Well,
0: I mean... Um, <laughs>
3: I mean, he has to make uh, public appearances. That's what it's called, public appearances. Oh, really? <laughs> so what? 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 He's doing is, you know, he right-
0: does make public appearances when he's sneaking home in the middle of the night, <laughs> crossing the grass. And I don't live after with- the party. I don't
3: live within the five boroughs, but I, I I'm in with I'm I'm in the five boroughs at least three times out of the week in Brooklyn. You know, checking on mom. Um, I'm kind of happy with what I see. The the gun play that's going on was there before he got there. If we don't tighten on gun laws throughout the country, that is going to continue. One thing, um, and we call him uh, Mayor Adams, not Swaggy E. One thing that Mayor Adams was on the TV with last week was the fact that a lot of these kids um, who are getting caught with these guns, these guys are like repeat offenders who they had arrested, taking the guns out of their hands. But then when you, you get to court, It's like you're getting released. They call, you know, because what he wants to do and this is where it's getting a little hairy between him and our governor is for folks to relook at the bail reform where it's like, I understand, you know, we we don't want the bail to be too high. But, you know, we keep letting the wrong guys go because the same guys, you know, who we let out are the same ones who are still doing crime. So he wants the bail reform to be looked at again. Good. Good job, uh, Mayor Adams. Appreciate you, man.
0: Huh. Hmm. I, I I mean I, I I'm just trying to find. I'm, I'm really struggling to find uh, the level of who you won't defend.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I'm just trying to find like where's the line so I know about okay. If I bring up this one, he definitely won't defend yeah, this. One. I don't know. He, defend. well, he defended Cosby.
2: Well, he defended Kelly. It's, it's like funny. everybody he defends. It, it, Even Reverend Pip Daddy, you defended a couple that's weeks ago. Right. You know, yes. you know, what I said, Dirk, about, I think you
1: should have been a lawyer, Derek, simply. You should have been I a lawyer. And it, it was
2: calling.
3: All, yeah. When it came to Reverend Pip Daddy, you know, I did change my mind the following week. You know, when I got more background, the following with the week. it took a couple of days. I had to do some research, man. When, when we reported the story, it was like it was happening while we were reporting it. So we didn't have all the pertinent data. We didn't have the intel. Once I got the intel, I'm like, "Nah, this guy ain't right," and I went on the air with that. But Eric, you know, that's that's my guy. It's kind of it's going to be hard going against Eric. It's going to really, really be hard. But right now, nice. I, in my opinion, he's doing a great job. Good kudo. We,
0: we got we got R. Kelly, Reverend Pimp Daddy, Eric Adams, yeah. Deshaun Watson, everybody, uh,
1: Bill Cosby. <laughs> the I, list goes I, on.
0: <laughs> I got off. I got off the.
3: Cuomo. the Cuomo. Hey hey. hey. That's blasphemy! Don't you say his name? Like, man, man. <laughs> I'm down with him. That's right. You know, I, I just want to see the working man get
2: a shot. That's all, man. I, I'm, I'm about oh, to work. Oh <laughs> you, you you picked the wrong career. Like your brother, you should have been defense lawyer. <laughs> t- it's Definitely.
0: never too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. Man. It's not too no, late. No, I right. mean, because cl- yeah, I mean, because clearly, you you have a thing for 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 these criminal minded.
1: <laughs> you're like a, like a KRS One song, man. I mean, you know. I don't mind. It. <laughs> <laughs> I just
3: want I want people to get their due process in court.
0: That's all, man. That's all. Uh, well, I want people to get their due process on this podcast. As I said, this is episode two hundred. That means you got two hundred to listen to if you have not been listening all the way through. Uh, but uh, we recommend that you do. Uh, Any way you get your podcast, you can find us. Just go. And Google Powell to the people, and Google Play will pop it up. Uh, If you have Apple Music, Powell to the people will pop up on Apple Music. Anywhere you, any platform you use, uh, use to listen to podcasts, you can find us. You can find us on social media at Powell to the peeps on Twitter. P o w e l l the number two, the letters D A. P-E-E-P-S, Pile to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook and Pile to the People there. You can listen to this episode, which you're probably doing, some of you are doing right now, or anywhere you listen. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you listened to us last week, you can find us again at the same place next week. We will see you then.
2: Peace. Peace. Peace.